Today's episode is brought to you by Spotlight Branding, providing content marketing to legal and financial firms that actually works. If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and are tired of dealing with SEO companies that don't get results, focus your strategy on creating educational and informative content that drives referrals and sends the right kinds of clients to your doorstep. The experts at Spotlight Branding have been helping lawyers and finance pros all over the country for more than 10 years by providing blogs, videos, email newsletters, social media, and more that keep you top of mind. Visit SpotlightBranding.com pod to learn more. That's SpotlightBranding.com P-O-D. Welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute, your source of internet marketing inspiration. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Law Firm Marketing Minute. I'm your host, John Henson, and we are wrapping up uh, 2022. Uh, this is going to be the last episode for the year. Going to take a couple of weeks off, uh, come back on, I think, January 9th. I think is what it is. So yeah, we're going to take off the 26th, uh, 26th and January 2nd, uh, come back on January 9th uh, with another episode to start the new year. Uh, just wanted to thank everybody so much for listening this year. And, you know, the, the podcast, especially Law for Marketing Minute, uh, continued to grow. Uh, a lot of great feedback from all of you out there uh, and definitely looking to continue that uh, in, in 2023. But uh, this year I wanted to wrap up uh, just a thought that I had uh, while I was lying in bed last night. Um, I find it very interesting that we essentially hold digital marketing to a different standard, uh, even though the objectives and everything that we're trying to do with marketing is still the same. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, you look, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago when people were trying to market their businesses, what were they doing? You know, they were putting ads in phone books. They were doing billboards. People are still doing billboards. They were doing radio and TV ads. People are still doing radio and TV ads. And there was at the time, and even still today, there was no possible way to, figure out who exactly would see those ads, all right? You could estimate, you could estimate the the number of copies of yellow pages in phone books that went out to people. You could estimate the number of cars that drove by that specific billboard. You could look at, you know, ratings from radio and TV to see potentially kind of estimate how many people may have seen your ad. But for some reason, we hold digital marketing to a, a really higher standard in the sense that, like, you know, just because you can't figure out how many people see your ad or, or because you're only given a rough estimate, it's somehow not worth it. You know, the, the biggest example that I see is kind of with email marketing. I mean, there are digital marketing people who are almost cannibalizing themselves because they're saying, oh, no, email marketing is dead. Oh, it doesn't work. And the main reason why people are saying that is because of these new privacy laws and privacy settings that are being enacted that really limit the scope of deliverability 
and open rates. Like, you know, it, it inhibits your ability to get an accurate open rate. All right. The problem though, is that you can still estimate how many people see your email, you know, and, and really email it's a twofold sort of visibility, right? There's the visibility of simply seeing the email show up in the inbox, which fine. If people don't open it, they still see it. And maybe they, you know, manually delete it or archive it, or they just kind of mark it as read and leave it in their inbox or, you know, it just stays unread, but they still see it. They still see your name. They still see the subject line. So they still see it, right? It doesn't matter if they open it. It's great if they do, you want them to open it, but you can still gauge and estimate how many people would have just seen your email. And there's still value in that, right? There's, you can, you even have more control over who sees it because you have control over who's on your contact list. You don't have that same control over phone books or billboards or radio and TV. You have no control over that. You can position your billboard in an area where maybe the majority of your audience is hanging out. You can potentially, uh, you know, obviously you can choose which radio stations maybe and TV channels that your ad gets run on and maybe at what time to, to get the highest percentage of your audience, but you're still estimating those things and you have less control over it. You have full control over your email list. You, you know, that's what's, that's what blows my mind about why people talk crap about email marketing. You have full control over it. You know, a hundred percent who is going to see that email. All right. You know that everyone on your list, your contacts, current past clients, leads, uh, referral partners, whoever, you know they're going to see that. That is who you are trying to target. You're targeting 100% of the people that you want to see your content. The one thing you don't have control over is who actually opens it. You don't have control over knowing who all saw it. And that's okay because that control has almost never been there especially back before when there were TV ads, radio, yellow pages, whatever the case is. But yet for some reason, we're so highly critical. There are so many people who are so highly critical of email marketing specifically. I know I'm hanging on that, you know, right now, but that there's still so much more value there because you still have much more information than you did 40, 50 years ago when you were just relying on the yellow pages, when you were just relying on billboards or radio ads, right? On the other side of it, you know, you talk about your website. You know, a lot of people hang on web traffic as as being kind of the the gauge for marketing success. And in some areas, sure, you know, SEO, paid ads, you want to look at website traffic as somewhat of an indicator. It's not going to tell you everything, but Website traffic still in general, at least in my belief, should not be your primary concern, right? Like, for example, look, if your website is doing multiple hundreds of visits each week, right? Let's say you're getting 500 visits to your website each week. You're doing something right, right? People are visiting your website. Like we average anywhere from eight to 12, you know, 800 to 1200 people on our website a week, right? We're doing something right. We're getting traffic, right? 
but think about like how things were before the internet, you know, think about, you know, like imagine having a hundred, 200 people come into your office every single day because of what your marketing is doing. Right. Honestly, like on the surface, that sounds great, but in reality, that would be a nightmare because you would never get anything done. Right. Like, you know, you, the, all these people are coming into your office trying to figure out if you're the right lawyer that they need to hire. And you would never get any actual work done because you're constantly meeting with these people trying to explain like, hey, this is what I do. This is how I help. And it's a constant flood of people, which sounds like a good thing, but you are the one that's actually having to filter that. That's what your website should be doing. And that's what your website acts as now. You know, you have all these people coming in, trying to figure out if you're the right person or not. They figure that out. They make a call or they go elsewhere. And, you know, if your website is doing that, your website traffic wouldn't matter as much. It's what would matter then is the conversion rate. So like if you're converting a good percentage of your clients, it wouldn't matter if your website's getting a hundred visits a week or a thousand because it's filtering out the bad fits and attracting the right fits. So that's where your content marketing comes into play, you know, with, with all of the messaging and all of that. And so it was just something that I found very strange when people are so critical of their website performance or their email marketing, because it's so easy to lose sight of just how much information you have based on, you know, especially compared to what you used to deal with, right? Social media is kind of the same way. You have control over who sees that stuff, you know, organic reach, your followers, your connections. Those are the people that you actually want to be connected to. And so it's just funny to me how people maybe don't believe in it. They don't believe in how, you know, how social media works. They don't believe in how email marketing works. And I just, I don't get it. And honestly, like if you're on the fence about it, like I would love to hear it. I would love to hear, you know, what your hesitations are or criticisms are around email marketing, around website, uh, you know, functionality in terms of how much you're utilizing your website, what you're using your website for. You know, if you're just focused on SEO and paid ads and just trying to get as much traffic as possible versus, using your website as a filter, as a lead magnet, whatever the case is. I would love to hear that. Um, spend the next couple of weeks, you know, sending me some emails and letting me know. I would love to come back into 2023 uh, and address some of that stuff. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, it's just, it was, it was just something that struck me, something that I found very interesting in that, you know, where so many people are highly critical of digital marketing and they and they panic when, you know, settings change or when they don't get the results that they think they should be getting. And the reality is that they've lost sight of just how much capability they have in the first place and how much capability they're leaving on the table. And so when you reframe it like that, I, I think it should get you really excited. 
about what you can do with your email, with your website, with your social media, whatever the case may be. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, just, just something that was really interesting to me. Uh, but other than that, man, you know, again, another great year for us here at spotlight branding. Um, just, I, I, I was going to put some numbers together, but, uh, we'll have an article coming out towards the end of the year, highlighting just some, some of the numbers, how much we've grown, how much the podcast has grown. Uh, really excited to share that stuff with you. Uh, and then in January, be on the lookout for the first uh, signs of the 2023 trends report. Uh, that survey is going to be open through the end of the year. I encourage you to go and fill it out. Uh, it should only take you about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, I'm looking at, you know, I thought it would take a little bit longer than that, but I'm looking at the average time. Uh, that people are taking. It's usually just about 10 minutes, 10 to 15. So go to spotlightbranding.com slash survey to take that legal trends report survey. Uh, when you do, uh, we'll make sure that you get early access. You'll be entered to win uh, some Amazon gift cards as just a token of our appreciation. Uh, and then you'll also just have the warm, fuzzy feelings of knowing that you're helping out uh, us and also whoever ends up reading this report so they can get great information about uh, the state of legal marketing. And so uh, spotlightbranding.com slash survey is how you go and take that. And that's going to do it. Thank you so much for uh, coming along with us here in 2022 and can't wait to see what 2023 has in store. Thanks again. We'll see you next year. Thanks for joining us. Please visit lawfirmmarketingminute.com for more information. We'll see you next time.